If you know me and Lexi, you know that we are both quite the bookworms, and we've got something exciting to share with you all today. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed by the endless options at the bookstore, unsure of what to pick up next? Well, we've discovered a game changer, Book of the Month. This isn't your run-of-the-mill book subscription. It's like having a book-loving friend handpick your next literary adventure each month. Trust me, their selections are always spot on. And this month, I can't wait to dive into Real Americans by Rachel Kong. What makes Book of the Month stand out? It's the simplicity. No more decision fatigue at the bookstore, just a curated selection of top-notch reads waiting to sweep you away. Lexi and I had a blast picking from a variety of genres, from pulse-pounding mysteries to heartwarming romances. But what truly won us over is their dedication to quality and fun. With just a handful of selections each month, they prioritize the joy of reading over endless options. Every book is a gem waiting to be discovered. So fellow book lovers, it's time to level up your reading game. Head over to bookofthemonth.com and use the code PEDALS to snag your first book for just $5. Trust us, your bookshelf will thank you. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. I want to give a special welcome to anybody who's a new listener and also our day ones and our fave ones and everybody who's in between those. Liv and I have gotten a little bit of attention recently and we'll talk about it. But first, we want to get right into our episode. Y'all know how we do it. We got to check in with each other, get a little pulse check, see how our week's been going. You know, set the stage before we dive into all the nitty gritty of all the things going on in our life, love, and identity. So Liv, tell us about how you feel about all the attention recently. Pulse checks above all, might I just say, that is my favorite part of our podcast. And for those that are new here, we love to just set the stage with a mental health check-in. So I will go ahead and start off. Look, I know last time I was praising the earth, the planets, that we were finally out of Mercury being in retrograde, but there must be another planet in retrograde for us Capricorns because y'all, the way that my body and mind and soul (laughs) has been attacked by the universe, the Lord himself told me to sit my behind down and to just chill out and to relax. These past few weekends, I know that I've been talking about the fact that I've just been busy and I've been keeping myself busy and hanging out with friends and investing in relationships and all of those fun things. And although I had an immense blast doing that, I didn't really realize just how depleted my body was. I wasn't taking my vitamins. I wasn't getting enough rest staying up till 1am scrolling on TikTok. So here we are in um, a different setting now in Scorpio season where I'm going to embody some of those resting principles that we set up for ourselves. 
She said, I'm going to behave. She said, I'm going to stay home for this one. (laughs) The Lord Jesus himself told me that I need to sit my behind down. I was actually going to travel back up to North Carolina after seeing me and Lexi's viral TikToks go crazy on the interwebs. And I got into my Capricorn content crazy. Let's produce, let's produce, let's let's get this thing going. Got my Aquarius on board with me. Y'all, Lexi was on board with the spontaneous stuff. I was surprised. And then I just ended up getting a sore throat that ended up being a full-on cold that I wasn't sure was if it was COVID or not, because that's how sick I was. But luckily it's not COVID and we are going to be chilling at home for November. That's all I can say. That's probably going to be my most consistent pulse check for each episode. I'm at home. You can catch me on my couch watching Real Housewives of Atlanta because I know that that's coming on Insecure, the rest of the reunions for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Potomac. And yes, that's, that's where we're at right now. All right, folks, we're going to have to take a poll to see who actually thinks Olivia is going to stay home. That's that's the real kicker, because at the end of November, we're going to stitch her being like, I know I said we were going to stay home, but the streets were calling me. The streets were calling. You know what? The streets are getting colder in Atlanta, okay? So <laughs> if I don't got no boo at home to be cuddled up with, it's about to be me, myself, and I with my blanket and coffee chip Haagen-Dazs ice cream. Well, honestly, I think what you're talking about of like the going, 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 and then getting got, like that's real. Where it's like there are ebbs and flows of life. And sometimes you're not aware of how taxing it is on our body. And I think I've caught myself a couple of times where you know, because COVID had us so much taken away from us, when we get a little bit of taste of the outside of the liveliness, like you get hit like low key, high key. I remember it was the 4th of July and I was up in DC and I was in, I was like an adult playground. I was having the time of my life. And when I got back to North Carolina, I got hit heavy, not by COVID either, but like just by the out and about. So I think it's always an invitation for us to reevaluate, like, are we really resting? So I think what happened is real. Granted, am I sad that I don't get to see you soon enough? For sure. But I think it's definitely, there's always a lesson in it. And folks, let me tell you, this girl, there was nothing else that was going to sit her behind down. Let me tell you, I'm just going to say it. Go say it. It would only been life. It would have, yeah, honestly. And keep in mind, I know that we're stitching my my mood towards being a homebody for November. I'm specifically saying November because this weekend is Halloween. So I have to get into my spooky, (laughs) cute girl Halloween vibes. Please let us know if y'all are dressing up for Halloween. I know a couple episodes back we asked, we we did a little poll and we're like, yo, are y'all ready for the spooky vibes? Lexi said, no, I'm obviously pro spooky. Spooky But the thing is, Okay, but I might not be pro spooky vibes, but I'm still dressing up for Halloween. So I think we need to let everybody know what we're dressing up as so that we can really, they can embody and picture it. And I really, I think adult costumes are just like such a different ball game too. Like I feel like you have such a wider variety that you could really, you could go all types of genres. So I know you asked your Instagram because you're going out with your good friend. 
And yeah. so what, what did y'all decide on your cup on your best, actually bestie costumes. That's definitely the theme of this year is bestie costumes. So what are you going as? We are going as Venus and Serena. And now that I've said that, I better not see anybody doing <laughs> Venus and Serena because I know that we drop our episodes before the weekend. But yes, we're going as Venus and Serena in their prime. Loki, though, you like you can't really tell people they can't do that because like it's also their movies coming out. So that's kind of that's kind of mainstream. If you say, if I, if you asked me, I cannot get a break. Is it not underground enough for y'all? Like what, what should, what should I be? What are you going to be Lexi? Well, I have two different costumes, but I'm going with the same, one of my same good friends. We're going out on Friday and then on Saturday and on Friday, we're love Island characters. And then on Saturday, we're Perry the platypus and professor doof. Of course, I, I wouldn't expect anything else. I wouldn't expect any the Love Island characters. That was that's a good one. It also, is a good one. I have so much love for Perry. Wait, which who? Which one is going to be Perry? I'm Perry. I'm Perry the Platypus, and then my friend's going to be Professor Doof. Perry is one of the most loved cartoon characters that ever lived. That's insane. I'm happy that you'll be able to experience that love and joy. Thank you, but do not get it twisted. I cannot stand Halloween. So I'm out here out of obligation, not for not for anything else. And see there, my heart just dropped to the floor. <laughs> this this has to drop straight to the floor. But how how are things in your hood otherwise? Are you gonna say what well, like are are we chilling today? Are we chilling today? <laughs> like do we have a different update? Loki hiking. Like, I was I was about to be like, okay, so now for the episode. And I was like, wait, you're right. I totally didn't see my check-in. Um, honestly, I feel like I need to take my braids out, which is always a weird place that I <laughs> live and I know. Black women just know. Liv and I have, um, this is one of the points of contention in our friendship. It's how long I keep my protective styles in my hair. But I always just feel like when my hair starts looking raggedy, I start feeling a little raggedy. And so that's just where I'm at in my life. But you know, I'm sure there's some other black girls out here that like, you got to time out your protective styles for the holidays too. So now I'm thinking like, okay, my, my stylist is already booked for November, of course, because she's on fleek. She's amazing. So I'm like, okay. If I wait a little bit, like, can I get the most out of November? And then what, what time do I need to get my hair did in December? But either way, um, feeling just a little raggedy. I didn't really have like a weekend. I, sometimes I work on the weekends. So um, feeling like not a little bit of break in that regard, but I'm super pumped for November and like Loki just have so many exciting things coming for like, I'm, I'm like kind of booked and busy, bruh. You want to hear what like the next couple months looks like for me? November is my quiet, quiet, calm before the storm. I told myself the same thing. I'm staying inside. I'm enjoying my hot cocoa, my warm sand, you know, my mulled wine, like all of that, because come December, your birthday trip, family ski trip, turn around, Bay's, Bay's birthday trip to Miami from Miami I'm flying to Hawaii with my family. Like I am. Where's my invite? I'm confused. Let's pause there. <laughs> let's let's just scrap the whole episode because now I'm now I'm confused. 
Did it, is it in the mail? It's on the way to me. <laughs> it's on the way. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, we don't, you know, we don't, we can't pay for that ex- express postage. We're just. Weird. I'm so yeah. happy we addressed that. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Um, so it's about to be so wild. So my thing, and my, I always know, cause my mom, like I'll be talking and she's like, dude, you're like busy. Are you like, are you good? And I'm like, for sure. And so it's like, <laughs> she's saying that. And then my, my bae is, is like, where do you want to go for your birthday? Cause then like, after all that, like I come back basically at the end of January. And then in a couple of weeks, it's my birthday. And That's I was like, January that's all that's December and January I'm literally going to four different places in like less than it's like I finished Christmas uh, people really probably don't care about this but like I finished Christmas two weeks later Bay's birthday bash and then from his from our trip I'm literally flying to my family in Hawaii where I will then meet you there exactly exactly and then I'm everyone's so- like what are you doing for your 25th and I'm like absolutely nothing like I want to be in the house in the house board so either way that's how I'm doing dang you making me think that 2022 might just also be the year of the Aquarius part two <laughs> the way you are actually going to be on these flights with Bay, somebody's son <laughs> yeah, I, I love those memes I love those memes but speaking of this so y'all know you've been rocking with us heavy for our All About Love series where we've been unpacking all of the stages of love. And low-key, high-key, people, y'all been into it and we love talking about it. But the more we talked about it, the more we realized there was so much more to talk about because we kind of left out a key piece of the story because we could talk about All About Love and the cuffing season, and all the sneaky links, and the settling in, and all that, but y'all, we got, we got to talk about the exes, we got to talk about the exes, the Mm. most painful, the most painful part of love, right, because I think we kind of tapped into it last, on last week's episode, letting go, or settling in, but we didn't really get into the nitty gritty of the heartbreak and the situationships that happen after getting over your relationship and moving on because lord have mercy this i really want this episode to just be a therapy session for all the black women out there right now and just you know honestly all of the women because we we all we all be dealing with men as a species right or what whatever uh sexual preference you have right it 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 spans across every single person on the universe and for me personally I have really been trying to move through a lot of heartbreak a lot of disappointments a lot of you know, seeking under, understanding between myself and my exes, my exes kind of all returned to me during Mercury being in retrograde. And um, I usually am a person that tries to move very intentionally throughout the relationships that I, that I cultivate with the people in my life. And given the fact that I, I've gone through a recent breakup, I've been also trying to handle that situation with care because we ended things knowing that there was still love there. 
But now I'm realizing that things might just be better off if we cut complete communication. Um, and that's a conversation that I had very recently. The wound is still very much fresh, but me and Lex just felt like, you know what? Why don't we just put everything on the table? We said that we're getting open, vulnerable and authentic this season. We might as well just dump all of our feelings onto and the platform. Not to expose you, but y'all, this is like the third time Olivia and her ex had to break up. So this yeah, is like, let's this, yeah, it's complicated. And all I can say to this too, because I think we'll talk about how me and Liv approach exes in vastly different ways. As y'all have noticed, we approach our love lives a little bit differently. But I think with exes, two things that come to mind is, is you really don't know how good you have it until it's gone. And two, just how much like the heartbreak you're talking about is like when you lose one of your best friends, like so many of us, you know, I'll talk a little bit about the difference of like breaking up with a situationship versus like a whole ex. Cause that's two different grieving processes because in a relationship, it's like, this is your person. Like this goes from talking to a person, telling them all day, every day, what you're doing, what you're thinking about to like nothing. And that untethering is so difficult. And it's like, but it's also one of those things that you can't have real love unless you know what that heart, well, that's maybe a hot take, but it's like, I always used to say like, you should enter love wanting to be heartbroken because that means you gave it your all. And a lot of people flame me for that. Cause they're like, why would you ever enter something wanting it to end? And I'm like, no, it just means that like, if you ache afterwards, it means that like you built something, you know, like you invested in something. So we can unpack that, but I think those are kind that of two so, avenues. That is so poetic. You Pisces moons just know a way into a girl's heart. Wow. Uh, just because you a little traumatized by a Pisces moon don't mean you need to be talking about mine. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, I, I love how you kind of touched on that grieving process because that's exactly what it is when you break up with someone. And I could honestly argue, I know a lot of women that have been in situations where it is kind of like you're in a relationship and a situation ship. It's, it, there's not a title there, but you still go through the same process as someone that had that title, right? So it, it spans across so many different avenues. And for me, I'm someone that can be very optimistic after a breakup. I always, I think maybe women are just naturally optimistic where it's like, okay, even though we're breaking up, there'll be a situation in time where we'll be able to get back together and we'll be friends and hey maybe if they're older and I'm older and the timing just works out we, we, we create these different situations these scenarios in our head right to idealize the situation to look back on it with rose-colored glasses but I think we are all blessed with a certain level of intuition that we really have to follow and to stick to when we are navigating heartbreak. Like for me, it's been really important to reflect on what I didn't like in the relationship, why there was a certain dissatisfaction, what I could have changed, what I could have changed in my behavior, what the other person could have changed in their behavior. Because again, no one is perfect. 
we are all so young trying to navigate sometimes real adults situations, things, people. Um, but you have to reflect on what didn't go wrong, what didn't go right and where like where you feel peace in the situation. Like how how can you come to peace in the situation? I'm getting like tongue tied because it's literally so Oh, like you you have no idea and I'm still navigating through it but but I want you to talk about like the emotional taxation of having to continue to revisit the the ex like engage like that re-engagement because I think some of us you know you talked a little bit about it too a couple episodes ago like Mm -hmm in trying to distract from the immediate heartbreak, like you've been outside, you've been enjoying yourself, you've been going to concerts, connecting with friends again, like all this stuff, not that you weren't before, but like just enjoying yourself. So it's like, but there's something emotionally taxing and like, how do you process all those? It's literally the floodgates. Like you open the floodgates again to keep revisiting why it didn't go well. And I like, Again, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna put your business out there because it's just so important. Because put it out there. Put it, I want other I want y'all to learn from my L's. Okay, so but I loved your point about sometimes we romanticize. Like again, at least, and I'll talk about a situation I was in where my partner got a little upset with me, and he was probably gonna hate this because he sometimes he listens to the episodes. But um, and we kind of left the situation being like when when you think something, somebody's about to leave you, you put more attention to it. So mm-hmm. then what you were talking about, Liv, was like when you're revisiting those conversations and they're starting to say the things that you wanted them to say, or they're trying to give you that emotion, like they're giving you that attention that you missed, you really have to stand your ground to remember why it didn't work in the first place. And that's sometimes why you have that conversation a bunch. So I really want you to unpack like the emotional like, yes, find your peace in it all, but like having to continue to revisit that with your ex. Right. I think for full transparency, for those that don't know, I was in a relationship for about a year and a half. We broke up midway through the relationship because I just didn't really know if I was I don't know I I didn't I didn't really know if I was completely satisfied I didn't think I was completely satisfying him he would bring it up a lot and so I felt like okay why don't I why don't we just not be together because that's my first instinct if someone is repeatedly kind of voicing their opinions um to me and so we ended up getting back together a month later uh so I've been through the whole getting back together, breaking up situation in, in this particular relationship. And I recently broke things off with him about a couple months ago because the same feeling that came to me the first time we broke up resurfaced. And so going through the situation the first time was extremely hard, but the second time um, I knew that I had to follow my intuition and just kind of leave it be but again the piece of me knowing um of of me wanting to still be friends still be in contact because this is someone that's been a part of my life uh remained so tried being friends with him 
But through certain conversations, I realized that he was lying to himself sometimes when he, when he might've mentioned like, okay, I'm over it. Like I'm out, I'm doing other things. And so I didn't realize that, but in the time I'm thinking, oh, if he's over it, then I can kind of talk a little bit about how I'm dealing with things. And, you know, we, we can really have more of a friendship bond, but when you learn to, when you start to have more of these conversations with someone that you've been sexually involved with, you've, you've shown them a certain level of intimacy, there's always going to be feelings there, especially like two months after the breakup. And so we've had to have repeated conversations um, over time, recognizing, hey, we actually need to have certain boundaries up in this friendship uh, or completely cut off all communication because this is actually becoming an unhealthy relationship. This is becoming an unhealthy friendship because we are not able to be fully present in other sectors of our lives because we're still holding on to ties. Not in hopes that we want to get back together, but just because we all naturally need time to heal when you leave a really important and crucial relationship in your life. Like you can't just kind of keep on moving like life is normal. I think that's kind of how it stemmed, how it even stems to me getting sick right now because it's like, all right, I'm moving like life is normal. I'm going throughout life just doing me, but I'm not actually taking the time to be in solitude and process and heal properly in a sustainable way. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people can relate to that. I just need to put in the bestie asterisk of I did not approve of <laughs> any of your excommunication and uh, she knew because it was literally right before she went to Afropunk with her ex she calls me and she's like I have a confession before it happens and you know is and that sometimes yeah. sometimes your bestie just calls and is just telling you like I'm telling you this not because I want your opinion but because I'm just letting you know that we're doing this and so you kind of take it with you know the stride that it is but I knew that like that continuation because I just I knew y'all I've seen y'all and um, amazing friends y'all are but there was no buffer there was no time for you all to reground or anchor yourselves. And Olivia forgets how stunning she is. Like I can barely be in her presence and not be captivated. So like, how is anybody who has had that attraction in that relationship with you not going to fall right back into that? And if not that, but like in an idealized way, because it kind of, it's like outside of the context of what it really was. So that that to me is where it gets so tricky and is why I enter my strategy of out of sight, out of mind, but that's just how I be playing it. <laughs> I'm talking block to block, blocked, 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 blocked. Right. I mean, I think we've all had situations with our besties where we're like, yo, sis are you actually thinking right now are you thinking with your other body parts right like like what what's kind of going on and yeah I did confess to what I like to call in my friend group the holy trinity um which is three three really important people Lexi included on my my escapades anything that's super important and I I really 
want to emphasize how important it is for us to have those community people, you know, people in our community that really hold us to a certain standard and can kind of bring us back to earth um, in certain situations because it's really hard. And I'm still trying to figure out how I can um, heal because right now I completely feel emotionally unavailable. Uh, and I think that's natural after relationships. You're like, okay, I really don't want to be anywhere near a man. I had a, I, I had a friend actually tell me when we were on our way to a concert the other day, she was like, I feel like it's just a bit unethical to date men right now. And I just thought that was so funny, <laughs> but I mean, she's getting at the the idea that we have to like pretty much screen men when we're trying to date them on if they're homophobic, if they're transphobic, all of these things, like, why do we have to do this? It's, it's unethical. But I, I just say all of that to say I'm emotionally unavailable. And uh, I really hope in six months time, I can come back on the podcast and share my good tips for getting over heartbreak. But honestly, all that I'm learning right now, and all that I've learned throughout my past relationships is that it takes time, like time heals everything. And I had to really emphasize that to my ex uh, while we were having these really hard conversations, like, you're going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Like you are strong. You, you're going to lean on the people that love you and support you. Yeah. And I, and I can be here if, if it gets really, really, really bad, but I really can't like I can't, you got to do that over there and I got to do me over here. And I think I'm curious to like what other listeners experience with the XR because like, I feel like that's a complicated and you caught yourself in your, like in a toxic pattern and like trying to do something different and establishing boundaries and like still doing it in love. And not everybody gets that closure. And I think that's really important because it's like, not everybody gets those multiple conversations. I feel like a lot of times for me, I'm avoidant in my attachment style. So it's like, if I, I'm, I'm gonna say not everybody gets that closure and I don't know what it's like to get that heartbreak from like your dream person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Cause to an extent y'all broke up because you weren't feeling it to an extent, right? Like, so it's, I feel like there's also a level of like, is your ex, were you the heartbroken one or were you the heartbreaker? Definitely shapes how you approach the situation. I feel like because I'm so avoidant, like I will try and skirt before (laughs) anybody tries to work with me, which is why I keep it so low key. I think like I keep it so like non-title so that at the end of the day I could always be like but it wasn't even that deep (laughs) it was never even that that serious but I will say one of the tactics to the point that you brought up earlier like you have to remind yourself why it didn't work and I remember listening to a podcast once that was talking about like how to get over heartbreak and they were talking about like people who got divorced like had families like all these things but they were just talking about how when we get out of that space, like we tell ourselves a story that's like not even true, like all the perfect things and all the things that we've missed. And so it kind of gets augmented in our minds. And this is kind of like the same premise of 
when you recall a memory, you're not actually recalling the memory, you're just recalling the last time you thought about the memory. So it like can very easily shift into something that's not even how it played out. So to an extent, we do that in relationships where it's like, we can only focus on what we miss. So we idealize it and we forget about all of the ick things um, that kind of like got us to that point in the first place. And so I think that's always nice to like ground yourself and I'm, I'm, I want to be optimistic to think that like, I immediately try and start learning my lesson. Cause I'm big on like, to get out of this, you got to learn your lesson. Like you got to do the self work. So I'm always like, okay, if I don't like being in this place, like what did I learn in this situation? Like, what did I learn from this so that I can bounce back? But I, you know, you're right. It just takes time. And you really, because you're so emotionally depleted, you just need people out of your space. Right. But I think, at least for me, that's why I'm like, block. <laughs> no, yeah, I completely, I might honestly resort to that next time around and pay and take a page out of Lexi's book, y'all, because it is really hard. And I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been the person that has been broken up with, and I am now the person that is breaking up with someone. And for my ex, this was a situation where this was his first time being broken up with. And like comparing the two, like I was similar, I was in a similar space to him when I was being broken up with, right? Mm. In both situations, I can see that we created, I don't know, we, we saw the potential in our partners. And so when that kind of gets taken away from you, uh, you're left feeling really empty inside. And just if anyone is going through a heartbreak right now, really figure out like steps to make you feel healthy and good inside. Like do whatever it takes to just move forward and always remember to take each day by day because each day is a new day and it's a new day for new possibilities and happiness because you deserve the absolute best and there will be someone out there that matches that same energy and that can do all the things that you need a partner to do. You're to preaching respect. to you're preaching to somebody who needs to hear it. So amen to that. And like one of our way back when episodes of letting go and moving on, you know, when in doubt, get with their best friend. That's what I said then. I'm good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we've evolved, folks. We've evolved. Don't get messy with your lives like that. Um, but no, I think I think somebody really needed to hear that. I think that that keeps it real. That keeps it grounded. And again, it goes back to like you know, life's not perfect. Things are not perfect. You've said that. Like even in relationships, I feel that so much now in a relationship, and it is so overwhelming sometimes. But I think what you're saying is like, just go back to the, go back to the basics. These are the moments to go back to the foundation, to go back to the things that bring you joy, go back to the things that bring you peace, take care of yourself, surround yourself by the people that you love, that you know, love you and, and embrace that. And that's not easy. I think just you even being able to say this, I think there's such a stigma to like, don't look hurt. And that's the thing is like, I block because I care and I can't 
articulate that. So like even you being able to articulate that and confront it, you know, I think is so important to so many people because it's a part of the process. And yeah, sometimes I, I think too, when you are someone that's breaking up with another person, if you yourself realize like, hey, I cannot give the other person what they truly deserve, like I cannot fill whatever need that they are wanting in a partner and and you see that you see that somewhere in the process, like stepping away from that person and letting go of that person, I think in my opinion, is also an act of self-love and and is also Mm. an act of love because you truly care about that person. You want them to be happy. You want them to be healthy. You want them to have all of the success in the world. But sometimes you just have to really like step away from a situation and evaluate like, hey, am I really happy? Am, Am I adding on to this person's happiness in a healthy way? Like, do I feel like and in a way that's not actually self-sabotage, right? Like it takes, it takes a very aware uh, time, a, a very aware person also to, to evaluate, but oh child, I got a lot off of my chest this episode, didn't, didn't we? <laughs> and you did good. And the whole Black Girl Flow podcast community is holding space with you and all those others who are entertaining or are grieving their exes. For all of those like myself who are a little toxic, we keep texting our we- <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. No, but I think that everything that you shared is really modeling like a great way to approach conflict and um, resolution with your ex. And we're sending all the love. Look, we are now going to create a little heartbreak club. if anyone has a crazy heartbreak story or is navigating it please connect with us on instagram always at black girl flow podcast where the conversation continues we'd love to hear your stories you can can share crazy x stories too but that's all that i have for today and she's giving us everything folks well y'all know how it is we'll catch you next time thanks for joining us And why don't y'all go ahead, do us a favor, go ahead to that review, go ahead, five star, leave a comment, then head over to our Instagram, our TikTok, our YouTube, and engage with the conversation Um, after that. We're so excited for our community to grow. We are ready for more Black women to be living in flow in their life. And we can't wait to connect with y'all. So y'all know how it is. Peace, love, blessings. See y'all next time. Bye. All right. That wraps up our episode this week. Don't forget to go check out Black Girl Flow Podcast on social media. And even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.